0: Yo, what's good, everybody? Hope y'all had a good 4th of July. I know I personally did. We're not going to talk about it. What happens on the 4th stays on the 4th. Um, now, with all that being said, there's been a lot, mm, I will not want to say a lot, there's been a few basketball updates throughout the uh, week since we last, since I last spoke to you guys. So, let's go ahead and get straight on into them, right? Alright, quarter one. The People vs. KD. Uh... So to give a little clarification on this one, when KD left OKC, um, he was he apparently he told them he, he told Russ and a few other players, "Hey, I'm staying." However, he goes to the Hamptons and signs with Golden State. Of course, like I said, this is when he left OKC to sign um, to, with the Warriors. Now, that's what that was reported by Stephen A. Smith. However, on the show. He also states that Kevin Durant tells him that's BS um, and it's completely untrue. I can give you the clip for that. Uh, Kevin Durant reached out. Okay. Said it's BS. What I'm saying. Okay. You know, I should check my sources. Okay. You understand? And that's all he said. Um, he did not elaborate, but I want to make sure I'm fair because I did emphasize that I did not speak to him. I would tell you this is multiple told to sources. Me. Multiple. Okay, multiple. So, so you more than two? Yes. Because all you need so, is two. No, For trust. No, 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 no. I got this more than two, but I'm going to say I'm going to be fair to him because I genuinely like him. Bottom line, I'm going to be fair anyway. But the point is, he said it was BS. Okay. It's not true what I'm saying. um, And I'm telling you, I've been told this by numerous people. So, what part so, was BS? Did he? Say? Oh, he didn't specify. So, my question, right, is... Who the hell is lying? Because it makes no sense why we can never get this stuff right. I hate this he say, she say crap, man. Just everybody be truthful. be Keep everything's a buck. Like, KD, if you grind me, and mind you, he has a pass. We can bring up the burner accounts and all that stuff. All right, cool. And then we also know everybody and they mama like to throw shade at folk. Be a little toxic. Um, I get that. I, I truly do so. I wanna know who is personally lying. So that, that that's me. If it's KD, you're snake. I'm sorry. That's that's two teams now that you have kinda of done stuff to. Um I don't know. It it's crazy. Like J. Cole said it best. Niggas talk more than bees these days. Like it's it's really wild how people are just able to gossip a lot. So I don't know. If that was gonna be interesting. Side note if this does happen to be on KD, like we do owe Russell Westbrook an apology. I mean, we have actually painted him to be the antagonist, the villain, if you will. Um, Like, we looked at Westbrook like he was a kidnapper, and and KD was a little white girl. I've taken that. That's how we've been looking at it. It, It's really sad, actually. Alright, so this one right here, right? KD not fond of Steve Kerr? Hmm. Now, that one's kind of shocking, actually. When I say kind of, I mean it's shocking. The reasons why KD was not fond of Steve Kerr is unknown. Um, a personal theory is, I guess, he might not have liked their play style in terms of letting them play however they want. Probably could have had a little more structure. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think everybody loves to play how they want. However, you have Draymond Green being able to push the ball up and not pass the ball to KD and get something set and not and get and, get, and not have anything set up. Causes of the turnover, which led to a oh well, you know you're a B, like we don't need you. die like like that led to that whole argument. It, it just it just seemed like that might have been the cause. Um, it was kind of reminiscent of the OKC days, where again there was no structure. Now to Steve Kerr's credit, he did have a lot more structure than any coach at OK in OKC's history that we've seen. However, that abundance of freedom, like I say, it I think it it could have helped aid in uh, some of these issues that KD might have had with the team and when I say the team I mainly mean Draymond Green right like I mainly mean Draymond Speaking of Draymond right we it was just reported by Mike Kendrick Perkins that KD never really got over the whole Draymond Green fiasco during the game and to remember to remind you guys what occurred uh, the Warriors and Kevin Durant. Uh, the Warriors were playing. I guess it was the Warriors and Kevin Durant were playing, and they're on the bench. And like Katie's like, "Hey man, pat the like, Draymond. Hey man, pass me the ball." And Draymond's like, "Yo, you're a, you're a b. We won without you. Tough. Now let's let's reexamine that. Okay, that's what was said to a to an MVP candidate. Oh, I'm sorry, to an MVP, of two times Finals MVP and a two time champion. Everyone on that team rode the backs of Kevin Durant, too. Let's not get it twisted. You're not winning. You might not win those rings without KD. There's a possibility, okay? Now, but let's look at this from KD's perspective. I'd be a little salty about that statement. Like, you just helped them win two rings. Just. You just got two back-to-back finals MVP. And all of y'all, all all of y'all, meaning the Warriors, are damn near the face of the NBA. Like, people recognize Quentin Cook, Jordan Bell, those type of players. Hell, even Kevin Looney got some, got some love. And they're not the best players. You see what I'm saying? So, how in the hell does that comment come out of anybody's mouth on the Warriors? Especially with all that crap they were saying on the news and all, on all interviews. All they were talking about was, oh, KD this praise KD that. Like, come on, dog. We... We, if you really want to keep it a buck, we can critique the one win that the championship that they have—that's non-KD era. Because for keep it a buck, like the Cavs were injured. Now, I personally think you guys would have won. You guys many the awards would have won the next year. But that first year, it would have been tough. And then there's no guarantee you win the second year either, because you obviously lost. Now, if the NBA didn't intervene, you would have won in five. But there's still a possibility as they as the Cavs did come back and win as they were down one three. So. If I'm Draymond, I would have been a little cautious on that statement if I was him. Alright, so quarter two, right? We're going to take this a different direction. Kawhi taking his time, his sweet old time. This It's almost like waiting for a baby to walk, man, I swear to you. You think you see some traction, you think you see some growth, some positive direction around month 8, and then he just falls back on his ass, like, and and the wait continues, it's, at this point, is is really almost tiring, I actually asked y'all about this on the, um, IG page, for those of y'all who aren't following, go follow a like get underscore A underscore, bucket underscore pod, I might want to change it, That's, that, that was too long, that was too lengthy, but now, like, so, for those of y'all who, um, participated in the polls, 60% of y'all agreed with me, um, appreciate that, but, yeah, like you guys agree that it, that it is tiring. It, pick somewhere, please. I would greatly appreciate that. All right, so for those of y'all who did not know, Kawhi's free agency status, his pending status, um, is actually affecting the entire NBA, to be honest with you. So it's not just LA, and when I say LA, I mean both the Lakers and the Clippers, nor is it just Toronto. Um you also have the Pelicans and other competing teams. You also even have the rookies. It's really crazy when you think about it. Like this man taking his sweet time is affecting all of these other areas within the game. So it's like he's really a, an important player. Like this this is just further evidence that his his status has grown from the time when he was on the Spurs. Yeah, he won the MVP, but it, it felt more like because he was playing the best player and he scored well. That was the reason. Like it was that was a team win. Kawhi didn't win that series for them. He helped, so it, it, it's I'm liking this Kawhi. You know, he he's affecting the entire NBA. However, there are pros and cons to that. There are pros and cons to that. So there's like this little conspiracy theorist. A theory going that Kawhi is actually holding off on signing with the Lakers until July six, until after July six, because when July once July six occurs, that's when the trades, that's when a the, bevy these trades are actually going to start taking place, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and when I say he's not, he's not going to be able to, he he would be able to sign, but he wouldn't be able to sign the max contract, so he wouldn't take anything less than the max that we all, like, we know that that's not going to, unless he has a best friend and he's pulling a KD and Kyrie move so maybe like a Danny Green I don't know if he likes Danny that much though, but, yeah there's there's a theory about that I don't necessarily know if that's actually what's going on cause to me that that says, that's a lot, personally like, that's that's just way too much um it's funny because I actually did like a poll on uh, on this one as well on if this was on if that theory was true and I think eighty two percent of you guys said it, it 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 is or if it was possible so I don't know we'll find out but that is the case now so again if Kawhi doesn't sign before July sixth eighties contract kind of kicks in. we can't offer him the max then I'm, again I'm a Laker fan so. When I say we, don't get confused. I don't work for them. But if you guys want to give me a job, shout out. Um, but yeah, so that means we're now. I mean, we could ask the Pelicans for like a, an extension back, but that's affecting that's affecting other players now. For example, like I said that's affecting the rookies when I mentioned that earlier. That's affecting who we have: Jackson Hayes, who was drafted by Atlanta and traded to the Pelicans. That affects DeAndre Hunter, who was drafted, uh, who was drafted by us, and traded to Atlanta. Like until these drafts, until these trades are done, uh, until this trade is done, none of the first round picks can play basketball for their teams. Like that's the sucky part. Like that's how it affects the rookies negatively. That's one of the cons. So I would love for Kawhi to sit up here and actually make a decision pretty damn quickly. That would be a greatly, and I mean greatly, appreciated. Alright y'all, so look, quarter three, right? We're going to hit you with Ben Simmons and his contract extension. Now, I've been hearing a little bit of static about Ben getting max contract and was this really acceptable. Let me, let, let me explain this to you guys, ladies and gentlemen. 165 mil for over five years. For Ben Simmons, I'd take that easily any day of the week. I understand ben simmons did not shoot nor make any three this year nor in his nba career however he could very easily be one of the best players no i'm sorry the best player in the league one day like that's a that's a legit possibility you can't say that about every player in the league um he was an he was an all-star this year and he's done a lot of his accomplishments thus far without a jump shot. Like, we all know he's not going to shoot. And he still posts close to triple double averages. Averages. So, to me, when you ask me, Am I giving a kid who's 22 this much money? You damn Skippy. You damn Skippy. Like, he has all the potential in the world, and he's still young. Like, yes and you can still trade his contract i'm pretty sure other player. i'm pretty sure other teams would jump to have ben simmons if you guys feel as though he's not going to progress i'd like to give him two years on the jump shot until he becomes an issue like a legit issue so that five years that's going to give him ample time to one have the organization assess him and not when i say him we know his talent we know his potential I mean him as in is he going to be is he gonna get into the gym and really refine his game and improve it to the point that he needs to like we know he can Now personally like I say he's not the best three-point shooter his form didn't look bad Ben Simmons form does not look bad it doesn't look terrible it looks like he can actually make a shot so it really is perplexing as to why he won't take a jump shot. Like, it does not make sense. And so it, it kind of really makes you wonder, is it a confidence thing? Maybe, I don't know, maybe he's just saying, screw the jump shot. Other players didn't have to do it to be great. I don't have to do it to be great. Like I, It does not make any type of sense like why you would not shoot the ball. Like, he, Everyone's had to. So, I don't, I, it does, it, it just doesn't make sense. Matter of fact, I think I asked you guys this on the podcast, on, um, on one of the polls. Yeah, and, like, it was it was around if he'll actually shoot over 30% this year. I personally think so. I personally think so. Um, the majority of you did not agree with me. Like, 67% to be exact. So, eh, I guess we can agree to disagree. That, that, that can be a jump ball there. That can be a jump ball. Now, I had, to bring this, I had to bring these people up, y'all. New York is the biggest loser of 2019. Not the Warriors, not the Lakers. It's the Knicks. They went from Zion, Kyrie, and KD to Dennis Smith Jr., R.J. Barrett, and Kevin Knox. Now, while the latter three is, a, is an interesting trio, um, I would not say that beats the former. The former meaning Zion, KD, and Kyrie. Uh, the, the phrase, too many Urkels on your team, that's why your Winslow comes to mind when I think of the Knicks. It's like watching Steve Urkel, all family matters, continue to go after Laura Winslow. Now, eventually, for the Knicks fans, Steve did get Laura. However, it did take quite a few seasons. So, You may want to just, you know, sit tight and enjoy the comic stress relief. As the Knicks organization, you had DeAndre Jordan, who's one of KD's best friends, which means you could have acquired KD. You didn't necessarily need Kyrie as you already have Dennis Smith Jr. along with other players. So that in itself would have been interesting, but you would have had Kyrie too, which means you could have traded Dennis Smith Jr. for other players, for potential role players or things like that to plug in place. Now you're making the Knicks attractive again. You also have interest in Boogie. Boogie just was in was it has been injured twice in the last two years and didn't quite play that well in the finals if I may or in the playoffs really if I may if I may say so myself. Now, after watching him, you offer him a low contract. So now you have three bigs that you can throw out there. Me, meaning you can give Boogie playing time in spurts where he doesn't have to produce as much. You can bring him in slowly. and then maybe he's the third piece you need. Like, the Knicks really just butchered this this whole this whole thing. Alright, quarter four. I think it's only fair that we talk about the kids now. Um, for those of y'all who aren't aware, Summer League has been going on. And for those of y'all who aren't aware, I ain't gonna lie to you. I won't really plan on watching it until Zion played RJ. Which is... June 5th. Now, the Summer League has not been pretty bad though. Like, you've seen a couple of players hit, like, what, 5 of 10? I think Tyler um, off of, uh, from from uh, Kentucky, Hero, he went, what, 5 of 10 from behind the arc. He's on the Heat right now. So, I mean, you have a couple of interesting prospects out there. It's early. I want to see the season progress, but, you know, we'll see as time progresses. So, Zion versus RJ on June 5th. This is arguably, no, definitely the most hyped NBA Summer League game in the history of the NBA Summer League. Like, I like to think Zion and RJ will have about 18 plus points. It's probably a little easier for RJ as Zion could face minutes restrictions. Um,. This is gonna be a to me. This is gonna be a good game. At least the first two quarters should be exciting. At least the first two quarters, because you know Zion and RJ are gonna are gonna go back and forth. Yes, they're good friends. Yes, they played on the same team, but they also seem like the cats that the type of cats who will go at you no matter what you are, whether friend or foe. So I'm ready to see that game. Can Zion and RJ team up in the future? I guess they can. Could they? They could. Should they? Could We could say that's a bit premature, but I personally think so. They had great chemistry in college. The only factor would be if RJ will continue to shoot the ball at the, vol- at the level in which he did. Um, Zion was the better player. Now, that could turn out differently in the pros. But the better mismatch does need to try and finish the game. Zion isn't right now the person you would say, go give me a bucket to finish the game off-skill, but he has the most potential, so I think they should eventually. Hell, you can even bring um, Cam Reddish back into the fold, and that would be great. I think that would be lovely. The only question is, do they go to the Pelicans? Because maybe Zion does would like New Orleans. Maybe he does. And he can convince everybody to come there. Because he can attract players. Let's keep that a buck. And New Orleans is not a bad location. Or maybe they go to the big markets like New York. Or like, like New York and RJ stays up there and recruits Zion to swing up that way. Or maybe they're like, you know what? Maybe RJ doesn't have enough in New York. He's like, screw it. They're dull and stupid still. And maybe, RJ, maybe Zion's like, I want to be like AD and leave. So then they go to LA. I'm just saying, the possibilities are endless. But... I think they should play with one another. They had a good, they had good chemistry at Duke. They weren't able to win the championship, unfortunately. That does hurt me. Uh, again, Duke fan as well. But yeah, th- they definitely should play together. Oh. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So I just want to say thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Get a Bucket. Uh, there was a lot going on this week, actually. Free agency really did make this a uh, pretty fun week indeed i i really do appreciate it so tune in next week subscribe to the channel visit our visit my pages subscribe to the channel visit the pages on instagram twitter and facebook and i'll see you guys next week take care